Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of the Football Stop podcast. It's Steve here, and today I am joined by another special guest, which we will jump straight into shortly. First of all, of course, I want to wish everybody a happy new year. Hope you all had a fantastic Christmas if you celebrated. If not, hopefully you just got some time to put your feet up, search Instagram, search eBay, do whatever it is you enjoy doing. Today's podcast, like I say, has got a special guest. We're going to be talking about our experiences within the hobby in the last 12 months. We're both content creators, we're both collectors, investors, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so hopefully we kind of cover off a lot of different topics of conversation here, um, go in all kinds of different directions. So it should be fun, hopefully, for you to listen to. Uh, anyway, without further ado, let's get into the podcast. I'm delighted today to be joined by Dan from Sports Cards UK. Welcome to the channel, Dan. How are you doing? Thank you very much. I'm doing very, very, very well. Thank you. And yourself? Excellent. I'm really good. Thank you. Yep. Um, I'm going to start by saying uh, a big congratulations to you, actually. Um, for those of you that do follow the Football Stop, you'll have seen that I did the Football Stop Soccer Card Awards for 2020. Uh, and one of the awards was for uh, Best Social Media influencer if you like within the, the soccer card hobby uh, and sports cards uk dan was the person that got the most votes so dan massive congratulations for that well deserved in my opinion yeah thank you very much no i, I was i was completely overwhelmed by it i was really really happy it was on new year's eve as well it's made my new year's eve i got the champions <laughs> out i was like yes i was really really happy so i wasn't expecting it at all i really wasn't um so yeah no i did, obviously big thank you to you for for coming up with that idea i thought it was brilliant um and um yeah i appreciate obviously all the votes that i got as well yeah very well, very humbled by that yeah well deserved mate i think um just your kind of like profile across multiple channels has been brilliant throughout 2020 um, and myself included uh, learned from it enjoyed it so yeah well done um so and fingers crossed that maybe tops or panini or Fatera, if you're listening to this no pressure but we'll move the awards to uh, to your location and you can take responsibility for that for that going forward um, yeah, that'd, that'd be good. And you could be in it as well, then at least. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm sure, like, we, hopefully, we can get some like dances, some fireworks, uh, <laughs> yeah. a bit more extravagant. <laughs> um, so, I suppose, as as I always start when when I'm speaking to people in the hobby, um, what is it that got you interested in sports cards uh, in the first place? Uh, and ultimately, because you're Sports Cards UK, what is your sport? I'm sure everyone's dying to know. Are you a footballer, American football background? What basketball? What is it? Yes, um, yeah, my, my sport has been football. Um, my biggest love is football and has always been football. My content recently has been a lot about football, I think. And a lot of the, I suppose, the people that follow me from the UK probably follow me for majoritarily the, the, the football content I produce. So I'm glad that my favourite sport is the one that seems to do well um, and is the one that tends to be the most talked about across the hobby, I think. Um, so yeah football is my number one sport i've never played american football i've just taken an interest in it basketball i've always been too short um <laughs> i'm about five nine five eight five nine so yeah you won't catch me on a basketball course anytime basketball court anytime soon um but i did actually start with basketball funnily enough um and then moved into football as soon as i as soon as i heard there was a kind of a a collector i've always been a football collector but as soon as i 
I, I suppose when I started my channel, it was more to do with the kind of the investing side of things. Mm. Um, and I hadn't, in early March, I don't think football was quite there yet. I don't think people were necessarily thinking about football investing when I started my channel. Um, maybe, I'm sure there was always people out there that were doing all the vintage stuff. And um, I, I talked about it in a, a sort of a podcast I did recently where I had um, the 2006 World Cup sticker book. And I had all of the um, stickers separate and then a, a sort of a completely clean book. And I bought that years and years ago because it was the first book I completed as a kid. But the completed book is so mangled and battered <laughs> and bent and there's creases all over it. And all the stickers are in there, but it's in such bad condition. So I just decided off the whim because I thought I'll and I never thought about it as kind of a I thought about it as an investment, but it was more just to kind of preserve a nicer version of that first book that I completed. And then in March, I actually ended up taking the Messi and the Ronaldo stickers from that and then just sent them off to PSA. So oh, it's, right, it's yeah. kind of like, it's kind of the me going from the sort of collector side to the investor side. So I still um, like to collect all the albums and stuff, but the, um, I suppose Panini's stickers is really where everything started. But in terms of the channel, it was originally basketball. That's, yeah. Sorry, that was the lo that was the longest answer ever. There. No, no, that <laughs> went on a bit. But <laughs> I, I think it's good, and I think um, I think something that people maybe don't do enough in the hobby, uh, from my perspective, is people follow our accounts but don't actually know us as individuals and what what, what yeah. our backgrounds are and things like that. So um, it's actually really good to know how you kind of got into it. And like most Europeans, it's from a Panini sticker collecting background. Um, and 2006, what a great collection that is to, to have yeah. and get hold of again anyway. Um, something that I've always kind of w wondered about is if you've got, if you've been involved in basketball cards and that kind of investing things, obviously that, that kind of the growth in basketball was way before we've seen for football, we've seen for soccer. Mm -hmm. Even from a UK perspective, did you get much learning from what happened in basketball and have you been able to apply that to soccer at all because that's something that I've completely like not I've not been involved involved in basketball so mm -hmm. I've always thought oh I kind of wish I'd seen how did uh, is it Luka Donich and how do, did all these yeah. stars kind of grow and what was it that influenced them that growth yeah um, Luka Donich was a huge one from I mean he's a European guy as well so it, it was interesting to hit to see him kind of come into the the league and, and and flourish and he was only a rookie like 18 19 season so not even that long ago i mean we're talking a couple of years ago and his cards are just absolutely blown up i, I suppose one thing that is different is that with um the american sports they have the whole rookie side they, ha they have the, the uh, draft system yeah so the Americans have a huge advantage, those that follow the college football and the college basketball games, is that they already know who the best guys are coming <laughs> yeah. before they've even got into the NBA. Whereas with football, we don't really have that. We have academies, but I don't think people really follow the academies too much unless the, the younger guys are in international competitions, like if you've got the under-21s World Cup or under-17s. or, But even then, I, I don't really follow those too religiously. Um, so I think watching watching the draft seeing which that you can watch the draft before the cards are coming out so you can kind of get an idea of who you're going to invest in before the product comes out um which is interesting but i think lessons learned i don't think there's really um too many things that are really that different i would say there's i'd say in nba one 
good game for someone can dramatically change their cards. Whereas I think in football, we don't see that as much. Mm. Um, we do see it, but not on the scale that you do in basketball. So there was a player that called Bowl Bowl that no one was particularly yeah, interested in that much. <laughs> yeah, and and he ended up just rebounding it. He's about seven foot, ran the length of the pitch and then just shot a three-pointer, which no one would expect someone who's seven foot to shoot a three-pointer after a rebound. They'd either pass it off or they'd go for maybe a dunk or a layup or something like that. And uh, his cars just exploded overnight. And I haven't yet seen that in, in football. I mean, I think with football, it's just kind of like people know who's good already. And then it, yeah. the, the good performances are just a bonus, really. But I don't think there's anyone that would maybe score a hat-trick overnight and then someone would just, those cards would, would, would blow up in the same way. But I think that's purely just because there's so many leagues to focus on. Yeah. There's so many games. There's so many things happening at once, whereas in NBA, it's more of a sort of smaller bubble of, of 30 teams and games on every other every other night. Not all games are played on at once kind of thing. But yeah. That's in, that's very interesting. And yeah, I heard of, is it Bobo? I don't know. Bol, Bol. Bol, yeah, B-O-L, B-O-L, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, heard about it. I actually saw someone tweeting about that the other day, um, almost like in tears at the fact that they paid so much for a PSA 10. Uh, I believe yeah. the value's probably dropped uh, or something now. Um, yeah. So this was one of the questions I asked in the Sports Cards Awards, and I just thought it'd be really interesting to hear your thoughts on it. So what was your favourite product of the, the last year, so 2020 uh, season? Or two, if, you, if you wanted to make it a sticker collection, it can be like 2019-20, uh, take it as you will. I would say, I, I, would, I would exactly agree with how they, the awards went. I'd say Panini Chronicles was my favourite for a card collection. Um, and I would say the Football 2020 sticker collection was probably my favourite and one that I actually finished. Um, UEFA Champions League was a bit of a banger in the 1920 season because you had Haaland, you had Sobosly, you had uh, loads of players that sort of you had rookies within that year that a lot of people were collecting. Mm. Um, more, a lot more last year than you seem to have in the in the current season yeah Camavinga yeah. and whoever else but or Camavinga wasn't in it but you're looking at second year a lot of second years this season whereas a lot of their first years were were 1920 um and I think because 1920 there was there was the start of Panini Prism and there was the start of Panini Chronicles it was kind of like every Tom Dick and Harry was a rookie so there was just so many rookies to collect whereas I think now as we go into into future years there won't be as many rookies as there was in 1920 so i think 1920 kind of be looked back on and just think wow i think how many rookies are actually in that set that were really really good that were worth collecting yeah yeah that's a great point and i think what so what was it about chronicles like just thinking about that because like i was lucky enough to get my hands on a pack and open it and it was really good fun but what what was it that you really liked about that product so i'd say i'd say panini prism was my was my favorite until chronicles came out and i just like the variety of chronicles mm. i like receiving the the cards from different leagues from la liga and syria um i like the card designs i didn't particularly like the base cards like prestige from syria and yeah. what was the other one from la liga um absolutely i can't remember what it's called now absolutely. yeah maybe yeah but then I did like the XR cards from Syria and I did like the contenders cards that they had in La Liga. So they, they kind of had a bit of everything. And I think from a, someone that collected basketball prior, 
all of the sets were the same. So I think people that had previously collected basketball or NFL, we were we were already familiar with contenders. We were already fam- familiar with Prism. We were already familiar with Optic and Don Russ. Um, Optic actually on Don Russ, they had the 2018-19 set, didn't they? But it was really nice to see all of those cards designs, but for football and soccer that we hadn't yet seen before. Yeah. Um, so I think it was the variety. I think the price point was exactly right. Um, I think Panini really fell off with the select when with how much they charged with that. So I, that was probably one of my least favorite products that they came out with. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I just think the price point for Chronicles was was good. And I think opening up a cello pack, if you could get it at retail for something like £20 or £18, it's like a pack where you're guaranteed to make your money back. Like it's really difficult to not make 20 pounds back off a, off a Chronicles pack. Cause you're yeah, going to get yeah. at least one, one thing that's decent, whether it's from Syria, whether it's from La Liga and, and Premier League. And they all had good rookies that were worth collecting. With yeah. Syria, you had Tenali, Spasito, you had La Liga, you had loads of good players in there as well. You had Rodrigo, Fatty. Uh, and then obviously the Prem, there was quite a few Greenwood that you, you could chase and Mason Mount and, I was going to say the Greenwood up, update was cards as well were, yeah. were good because mm. they did the they did Panini Prism before, but a lot of rookie cards were actually left out. And then Chronicles, they did the update and put in new players like Saar and Mount that people wanted and wanted to see originally. So yeah, I, was I just think they got everything that. right. I don't think they just didn't miss. I, I thought with that particular product. No, completely agree. Uh, great product. Um, talking about the Prism. Uh, updates in it i was really hoping to get a, a mount and i got jay rodriguez sadly uh, <laughs> which is no longer with me i'm hoping it's gone to um, a burnley fan that is uh, in greater need than i am of that, of that card yeah um but yeah fantastic collection wasn't it and driven almost as well by the fact that greenwood got so much hype um yeah. over the summer like panini couldn't have got it any better really or whether it was luck or judgment who knows but uh, mm. it certainly worked well um so, was that your just was that your favourite set then? Just to ask you the question, just to fire yeah, it back prob- at you. Yeah, it probably was to be honest with you. So the two big ones that I managed to get my hands on were that and Bundesliga. Um yeah. and, and like you said, for exactly the same reasons, the variety in it, the variety of, of uh the leagues was fantastic. Um the first cards of the likes of Mason Mount, Mason uh, yeah, Mason Mount, Greenwood, um the auto the autographs you could pull in here yeah just really really cool and i i love the artwork on what they called uh not is it pitch kings no uh yeah pitch kings yeah yeah the pitch kings cards like i, I still think they're really underrated i just think they're really good looking mm. cards they remind me a little bit of the color blast cards am i saying right yeah uh, in prison um, in prison yeah and i still don't think they get enough love personally but that's just my opinion. That, but yeah, that, I'd say yeah. I completely agree. That's my favourite as well of the year. They do a similar thing in basketball called Court Kings. And the designs are sort of fairly similar. And Court Kings is a premium product. So, or this year at least it was. So it it, it, it kind of bodes well for the the, the, the Pitch Kings cards as well. Because mm. the Court Kings cards were did come from a premium set. It was quite expensive to get your hands on a on one of those boxes this year for the sort of the small packs you get one pack in a box and the box will cost you a decent amount of money so i think yeah i think those are underrated as well i think yeah. the greenwood's taken a bit of a dip but I'm, yeah i'm sure that, that that'll go up when he gets older or kind of gets a better run of form maybe yeah i, I agree and um we should probably end this call go straight on ebay and buy them all because after this I'm sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what happens i always think that um yeah. 
but yeah, that's definitely for me that gets it. So uh, next question uh, in 2020, what was your favorite? What was the favorite card or sticker that you managed to get hold of uh, for your personal collection? And it, again, it doesn't have to be soccer. It could be something. I've seen you open. Uh, I've, I've seen you receive uh, Formula One cards uh, in your yeah. mail days and all kinds. So um, tough question. Uh, to, feel free to take yeah. some time. I think. So the first, my, my first card I ever bought kind of has the, sort of a special place in my heart, I think, which was the um, Michael Jordan rookie sticker. Um, so that that would probably be up there. Um, I'd say one purchase that I bought recently was the Harland football sticker. Mm. I was really, really happy with that. Um, and... I'd say my favorite for football would probably be the Sky Sports David Beckham 96 sticker. Um, I think just because of the price point I bought that at, and I haven't seen one anywhere near the, the price I purchased that at. So that would probably be my favorite. I think it just looks looks the best and I haven't seen too many people have it in their collection. So I'd say it's fairly rare. I'm trying to think what it even looks like. Is that in the same collection that there's a, is there a Jonah Loma rookie in it or something like that? Is it a mix it's of sports? A, yeah, that's it. It's a mix of yeah. sports. It's a really shiny, shiny background, completely shiny. And then it's just got David Beckham. It's a sort of a sideways sticker, probably about this big, um, really small, a lot smaller than a card. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and that, that, that'll probably be my favorite. I, th- I picked it up for 30 pounds. And at the time I thought, because it was one of my earlier pickups, and I thought that's quite a lot to spend on a sticker from 1996. I had no idea. Now they're up for sort of five, six hundred pounds. Yeah, I don't think they've been selling at that, but there's, there's so, there's so little of them that I don't know if, how many others have been sold since I bought one. Probably, maybe around the hundred pound mark. But yeah, the the only ones on eBay at the moment are sort of five, six hundred pounds. But yeah, you there don't are a lot many of them. Like, eBay sellers out there that, that do try it. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I've noticed that just looking at, at different sports within that Sky Sports collection, and like you say, you just don't get many of, of them out there so oh that's interesting mm. that, that's a that's a good little addition um okay so what i going forward then going into 2021 what is it that you're most excited about in the in the new year um and you can just say growing um, your channel if you want <laughs> yeah well do you know what the first thing that came to mind was actually the merlin stickers to coming out <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah. nothing nothing to do with my channel at all but yeah no my channel definitely um so my channel, I think, would be a big one. The Merlin stickers, I'm really, really excited for. Um, really excited for those. Um, I'm looking forward to completing the current stickers that I've got, UCL and uh, uh, Prem 2021. Um, and I think just I'm looking forward to seeing more more creators pop up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen quite a few new guys pop up towards the end of this year um you I, I probably say uk especially just because i feel like there's kind of a quite a small fairly small community of people that make youtube videos at the moment that are based in the uk yeah i just like to see that grow i think i think i think it's gr- it is growing daily but i think it's just uh I'm, I'm excited to just see what 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 other content people have to share and what other collections there are to for people to speak about really because I, I think the more the more creators there are out there i think the, the better it is for everyone Absolutely, we all grow off each other, basically, don't we? Yeah, and I think sometimes yeah. people forget that it's like um, mm. I know, for example, when I first started, it's kind of like no no experience of YouTube or social media at all, and it was kind yeah. of like 
well, I can't, I can't engage with them because I'm in competition with them. And, and actually like, yeah, the more yeah. you go on, it's like, actually, this is what it's all about. It's all about speaking and engaging with other collectors, people that are enthusiastic about the hobby. Um, yeah, definitely. But also just kind of like, if you don't know one bit of information, then the other person might do or might have an example of this sticker or card that you're looking for. Um, so yeah, yeah, absolutely, completely agree. The more people we can get uh, in the UK, uh, brilliant. Um, and I think there's a lot of, in the UK in particular, I still think there's a lot of vintage stuff that we probably haven't seen or we think is rare that maybe yeah. isn't that rare because it's just yeah. in the hands of uh, maybe like, grandparents or uh all the parents that just don't go on social media and eventually when it gets handed down maybe uh we'll see some more of these kind of uh like i'm thinking like george best rookies for example mm. uh, and i've always said i think it's easy to go off population reports but is that really a true reflection of what it's like in the uk uh who knows um, but- i think that's a really good point i, I and i i, I agree I, I don't think that's a good representation at all because cigarette card collections are like so so popular and people still have all their cigarette cards it's not like i don't think cigarette cards and stuff like the george best rookie are people uh, something that people kept in binders or something that kept people kept in the little like i've got one um so like my granddad passed this to me and people keep them in kind of like little sheets like this. Yeah, yeah. So that that is almost as good as a, a kind of a sleeve is in our in kind of our world, a penny sleeve. Whereas I think with like some of the Panini stickers, they were kind of either kept in sticker books or they weren't necessarily kept to one side. Whereas I think with the cigarette cards, a lot of them probably were kept to one side. I think I think you're right. I just don't think we've seen some of the older collectors who have all of these cards realize they're worth now since mm. the sort of sports cards and the sort of soccer boom i guess you i guess we could call it as we, we all sort of call it soccer now even though we know it's football it's i think since then then yeah i think i'm sure a lot of people would kind of look at their collections and think wow is my, <laughs> yeah. my stanley matthews ricky really worth that much or, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. which ones is ricky i've got no idea so yeah exactly yeah um you you, you mentioned something there which i'd be interested to hear your thoughts on so you said about obviously uh, vintage cigarette collectors had uh, like these the little folders and that's how they stored them. Obviously, mm. sticker collecting in the UK has typically or traditionally been about sticking in. Now, yeah. a real debate I've had with myself with the Champions League sticker collection from this year actually is, do I stick them in or do I um, opt for a binder and kind of stick them in a binder? Um, mm-hmm. What is it? What's your approach at the moment? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I, I, st- I still stick them in. <laughs> I did it with a, I had a, what was it? I had a, a Harland Arena and a Camavinga sticker, two Camavinga. And I had the shiny one at the back and then the other one. And I got them in about opening about 10 packets of stickers or something. And I was just kind of looking at them just going, do I stick them in? <laughs> and then I just stuck them in. I just thought I'll just collect the doubles. It is what it is. But yeah. I saw something really cool that um, I don't know if you saw it. LDN cards shared it. I don't know if it was on Twitter or Instagram, but someone had come up with the idea of uh, taping a penny sleeve mm. into the sticker album and then just popping the 
stickers into the penny sleeve on yeah. the, where they should be. It was but Mitch think, at LDN Cards. Yeah, I saw him. I saw yeah, him was it was it him that was actually doing it then, or did he share someone else's? I think I think he's idea. heard it from somebody else. Uh, right. Okay. Who, but um, it, it was Mitch. It was Mitch that I'd heard it from. So credit to Mitch yeah. for that. Um, yeah. But I suppose for me, that's I can understand why you would do that. But mm. there's still something about sticking it in. There's still something about yeah. having that proper completed collection, that completed album, I suppose, yeah. that even sticking a penny sleeve in wouldn't quite do it. No, I, I, I agree. I think it would just look messy in, in my eyes. I think it was just the fact of seeing a penny sleeve there, seeing tape on there, I think it would just, the visual appeal wouldn't be there. And I think mm. since, so I got the box of Panini stickers from for Christmas uh, and pretty much spent all of Christmas Day watching. I ended up watching some Euro '96 uh, video that ITV had put out on YouTube, and I was just—I love. There's nothing better than either watching football, a football game, or watching something to do with football, a documentary, or just a yeah. replay of, of something a famous event, and then sticking those stickers in at the same time, or even just listening to a podcast and then just sticking those stickers in. Yeah, I just haven't. The nostalgia is just. I think the best thing about it and I think I've really found that since since doing this I've always collected the I stopped collecting the Russia 2018 um I don't know why but I think I kind of just I don't know I think I fell out of love with it a little bit I, I, I've always done them ever since 2006 I've never missed a book um but yeah, Russia 2018, I was so slow to complete it. And then I've, I've literally finally just completed it only the other week. So, <laughs> so it's now, we're going into 2021. Oh, we are in 2021. Um, but I think, yeah, just this, the whole sports cars thing, it's just already brought sort of the love back for it. And I'd, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think I could put penny sleeves in there. I don't think I could create a binder. It's just not the same, I don't think. Mm. It'd be, I, I remember posting this ages ago and I said like, what? What if, just imagine, somebody goes to the effort of trying to get a complete Panini World Cup collection, mm. PSA 10, like Gem Mint, imagine, imagine mm. that. But is yeah. it is it realistic? Would it be sought after? I don't know. Just something I thought about ages ago. Uh, it'd be expensive. <laughs> but, um... It would be. And I think, what, what would you rather look at? Would you rather look at an old book from 20 years ago? where you can just flick through the pages yeah or would you rather kind of a stack of cards that you kind of I, just, I, I think it's just not <laughs> the same case it would be, out, yeah. <laughs> yeah it would literally have to be 500 they must put like 500 stickers in them now so yeah mm. it would be a ginormous set yeah and you'd no, have to you'd point. have to slap all the like uh badges and stuff it'd be expensive wouldn't it, it? would be Mate, i think i've kind of changed my mind on that i won't be uh, i won't <laughs> yeah. be trying to do it but if anyone does want to do it let me know it'd be interesting <laughs> yeah. to follow you that journey for sure yeah um Oh, that's good. That's interesting. We're on the same wavelength uh, there yeah. as well then. Um, so at the moment, what are you looking at? What are you buying at the moment, I suppose? Are you are you kind of moving towards vintage things uh, in terms of kind of, if you, like, if you want to say investments rather than the collecting side? Because I think, mm -hmm. like me, I get this sense that you're a bit of a, a combination of the two. There's the investor and the collector yeah. and you're kind of somewhere in the middle. So are you mm -hmm. focused on vintage more or are you focused on modern or is it a bit of a match? yeah so like i was looking at my i don't know if you do this but sometimes you know when you kind of go on a bit of a spending spree on ebay um i tend to just look back at my purchases almost like they're in my collection but then i'm <laughs> <laughs> always just looking at my purchases on ebay I, if i look at them i'm sort of scrolling down easily i don't think i bought anything modern in 
maybe even like the last 30 purchases oh really i think the the, the last modern thing that i bought was on uh the 20th of december i bought a fair amount since then i went on a bit of a sort of a spending spree and i suppose when you just add things to the cart it just comes up with one item and one item uh it was a harry kane tops living set okay that's interesting the only reason i picked that up is because there was only 345 printed so i think with some of the older living set cards this is kind of a bit of a random tangent i'm going off on here but with the older living set cards they're almost like numbered cards yeah yeah completely. they just remind me of like out of 500 or like mm. they but they just don't have it on the card yeah but there's only it's i think it's just crazy to me that there's only 345 harry kane yeah. tops living set cards out there and he's likely to break records in terms of goal scoring records and stuff so that's the last modern card i bought but other than that it's all all of it has just been vintage 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 that's, that's interesting and the, the living set i mean you know you'll know i've banged on about living set for so long uh, for that exact reason they're like numbered cards um, yeah and some of the examples like the early ones Jaden sancho there's like 200 of them and yeah i know mbappe 400 it's crazy the harland like, ones are still low as well yeah, yeah. considering considering the, the numbers buying, that they get these days i remember buying 10 harlands and thinking like why am i buying this many and i even gave one away, wow. give away. my first ever giveaway was a harland living <clears> set card uh, and looking back at it now i'm like damn <laughs> maybe not i don't the think i was on i don't think i was on living set at that point not many. Well, been, no, I not don't many, think I was. Not many were, yeah. Not many were. I completely missed out on on, on the Harlan cards, yeah, at least. Mm. But strange that the Messi Messi card was like what I think three, four thousand. So yeah. the first one did obviously get some traction just because it was Messi. And then yeah. I think it was like number three, four, five cards were so low. Um mm. they obviously carried on, which is great, but yeah, it could have gone different. Um so that's interesting. I wonder if it's I've always wondered if there's someone out there with an entire collection that's just been Collect. there must be someone that's just collected is, living set and just bought every single one there is one person i know of that's done it um, is there yeah i'm not going to say the name of the account in case they don't want to be named but yes oh okay yeah the, but it's cool the, that you know that they've done they bought every so every single player they haven't missed a single player they, they've said they haven't missed a player um wow. but if they're listening to this and want to come on and go through it then get in touch again it'd be really interesting to to do that um but yeah, yeah be, the, there can't be many be people good. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Because you think you to have done that, you have to almost have well, the lowest number gives you an idea. I think the lowest print run at the moment is around 94. So mm. unless people are buying on the secondary market, obviously, then what there's maybe 94 people that have, have actually trying to complete the whole set. Um yeah. but it's no mean feat and it's certainly pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can imagine, yeah. Okay, so uh, that's great. So obviously, I'll move towards vintage. That's that's interesting, just to get a, mm. an idea of what what you're doing. So we're going to start wrapping this up now. Uh, but really quickly, I thought this game is a bit topical at the moment, so I thought we'd put a bit of energy into it and get a really quick thought on on this. So we're going to play underrated, overrated. Um, okay. And we've got, I think I've got nine things. And really quickly, I just want your thoughts on whether it's an overrated thing or underrated. Obviously, uh, are you ready? Right, first one, we'll go, we'll go snappy. Uh, match attacks. Overrated. Jaden Sancho. Underrated. League one or league un. Oh. Are we talking about uh, as an investment or are we talking about as like just, just things in general, just whether I like them or not? Uh, go, we'll go for investment. So French first league, this is investment. Underrated. Underrated. 
Uh, Frutera. Underrated. Uh, Leeds United. Underrated. Oh, I mean, I've gone, I've gone all one direction here. PSA. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're underrated, but I wouldn't say they're overrated either. Fair enough. Uh, last few. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh, overrated. Pulisic. Overrated. Yes. Welcome to the well club. overrated. <laughs> sorry, the most overrated player ever. I'm sorry, but that might burn a few people. But yeah, no, overrated. This, this video is definitely getting about twenty thumbs down. But <laughs> yeah, if he wasn't American, people wouldn't care. Yeah, as I, much. I agree. Uh, final one. Uh, Panini Donruss. Um, underrated. Underrated. Agree. Yeah, interesting. Some some interesting ones there, but generally I'd agree with you. Uh, so yeah, a bit of fun uh, just to get some quick thoughts on on a few things. Um, so final things for today. Um, mm-hmm. You've been in the hobby for how, like how long have you? Would you say you've been kind of investing, collecting? Uh, we'll say less investing. than a, yeah, less than a year, like uh, ten months, ten, nine, ten months. Okay. Um, so what would you say if someone was coming into the hobby today? Um, and was looking for like a, a takeaway that you've learned over that time. What would be? Yeah. Uh, what was? It, what would it be from you? What would be your kind of key learning point? Um, do as much homework as you possibly can. Um, try not to buy on a whim. If you hear someone say something, don't take it as gospel. Um, think about it. Do your research. Do your due diligence. You can never do enough research on one player or one card or one sticker um, and use multiple sources as well. So don't just use training card database. Don't just use, don't just hear something someone says. Do, do your own research and um, be patient as well. Awesome. That's great advice, Dan. It's quite a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, though. It's good. It's ten, that's what 10 months uh, teaches you. It's, I, I mm. completely agree. I think I've been in about the same time um and that that would be mine as well like just i remember some of the first things i bought and it's like a little bit now i'm like what were you thinking um but anyway yeah uh so finally this is your opportunity to promote yourself so if people want to find out more about you and about uh, sports card uk uh where can they go and what will they find um so you can find me on uh, youtube um i try and put out three videos a week uh podcasts um, I'm trying to get as good as a podcast as yours is at the moment. I think yours is fantastic. So I'm trying to mod- model it on that. Um, well, still, um, Spotify and iTunes, you can find me on for the podcast. Um, TikTok, I try and upload every day and Instagram and Twitter as well. Awesome. Yeah. So definitely go check uh, Dan out at Sports Cards UK, guy, guys. Uh, fantastic channel. Fantastic person to have in the, in the community. Um, it's been fantastic having you along today, Dan, as well. So thank you for taking the time to join me. I know you're a busy man um, and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon. Cheers, mate. Bye bye. Thank you very much. So there we have it, guys. That's the end of episode 11 of the Football Stop podcast. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you want more content, then please go to Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or of course, YouTube, where you'll see even more content relevant to football and soccer card collecting. Uh, And I hope to speak to you again very soon. Bye.